Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. Big week this week for us. It is, yeah. Big trip tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Should tell everybody right now, we're not sure if we're going to be posting during the week. Uh, we might do a show while we're down there. We might not. We might go live a couple times. Maybe. So keep an eye out for us. Yes. Not sure when you're going to hear from us next. <laughs> It won't be too long. We're only down there for a few days. That's right. All right, let's get started. Disney Parks blog. Disney Cruise Line has revealed the design concept for The Wish. That's right. There's a nice little video. It's about four minutes long. It is the first in the uh, series that will take a look at the new Disney cruise ship, The Wish. And uh, this one was all about the design concept. And, uh, you know, it's some fun behind-the-scenes looks at what goes on when the ship is created, when it's designed. Imagineering, you know, how they're involved. Uh, so that's posted on our site. And uh, you can also see it on the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, they have a new section of the Disney Parks blog, and it's called Everything Disney Wish. That's right. It is a uh, consolidation or a curated site, if you will, of the all of the stories related to the Wish. So instead of having to go through and hunt through the, the blog, much like they do at Christmas or uh, Halloween... Uh, they put together this little mini site that has links to all of the stories about the wish. So if you go there now, you can get uh, the announcement of who's going to be on the back of the ship, about the mini being on the bow, the keel being laid. You get the latest video where they talk about the design. Um, so there's a, there's already some content out there. And there will be additional content added on Thursday after the 11 a.m. 30-minute video presentation where the wish is uh, unveiled. Okay, cool. There is a foodie guide to Mother's Day at the Disney Parks on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. Mother's Day weekend is coming up on Sunday, May 9th. So they have a link to all of the Disney sites uh, on both coasts where you can celebrate Mother's Day and get special Mother's Day. Some have special Mother's Day cupcakes. You know, Amaret's Patisserie has a dipped strawberry bouquet that's available on Mother's Day weekend. So if you're going to be down there and you want some sweets for your mother uh, or even some meals, you know, they have some special brunches and stuff that are noted in here. You can take a look at the Disney Disney Parks food blog and uh, they'll tell you what's going on. Great. Uh, They've even got international options here. Oh, boy. That's right. Um, and then if feeding your mom's not enough, you might want to get her a gift. They have a Mother's Day gift guide. Yep. Mother's Day gift guide. It is for gifts and items that are available at Downtown Disney at the Disneyland Resort, uh, Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort, ShopDisney.com, and Disney Stores nationwide and worldwide, actually. Um, I see two items on here that I'm probably going to get for you, and those would be the Golden Girls Cookbook <laughs> and Star Wars Knitting the Galaxy. Nice. Because I know you enjoy Knit One, Pearl Two, all that stuff. Right. But there are a ton of Mother's Day items, if you can't think of anything, you know, ranging from coffee to pop-up cards from Love Pop. I do like that store. Yeah, it is a fun store. Okay. Um, there is a story about the Disneyland cast members and how they are bringing back the magic. Yep, we all know that the Disneyland Resort is reopening on April 30th, and since the announcement was uh, put put forth, they have rehired um, 10,000 cast members uh, to work in Disneyland. So they have been highlighting some of these cast members. 
uh, and they are doing it on both Instagram and Facebook. And they have a little video about how cast members are bringing back the magic. So a nice little thing to, to look at. Awesome. Peyton Lee has visited Aulani. There's a story about that? There is. Do you remember who Peyton Lee is? Nope. She is a Disney Channel actress who was on, uh, what was that show? We cruised with her. I don't know. Her mother was her sister. It was some weird, weird concept show. One of the kids. uh, Andy Mack. Andy Mack. There you go. Um, But she's going to be starring in a new Disney uh, Plus original series called Doogie Kama Aloha MD, which is a rebooting of the Doogie Hauser series uh, where she is a young Hawaiian genius, child genius doctor. And uh, she was, of course, filming on Hawaii, so she took the opportunity to do some PR over at the Aulani Resort. And there are some pictures of her and a little story about her, uh, you know, interacting with the characters and what she was doing at the resort, and then a little brief description of the show. Uh, The show has no release date yet, but it is a 10-episode comedy. Okay. Uh, And then there's some field notes about Earth Month. Yep, another Fields Note entry on biodiversity and Disneyland Paris. So biodiversity is where all life forms in nature interact together to both preserve uh, and conserve. Uh, so there's some preservation and some conservation going on. Uh, and this just this story talks about uh, how it works in Paris with the biodiversity project manager, Alison Leflem. Which I don't want to be Allison Laflem, <laughs> um, and it talks about how each organism or, or each organism has its own special place in nature. So it talks about how sheep landscape the ground, the bees help pollinate plant life, and then the hens keep it all nice and tidy, and the balance of the ecosystem. All right, uh, let's move off the Disney Parks blog. Felt like that was never going to happen. Um, to California, the Disneyland president, uh, Ken Potrock, is sharing some photos from inside Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Yep. Uh, with Disneyland reopening next week, uh, Ken Potrock, is co- of course, has been going around the uh, park. And he had an opportunity to take a, a, a picture with Stan, who was one of the ride operators on the new Cinderella's and uh, Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Um, it used to be Snow White's Scary Adventures, but they rethemed it during the pandemic. No longer scary. It is no longer scary. Well, it might be scary. It all depends on your your tolerance. I think they should have warned me if it was going to be scary instead of telling me it was going to be enchanted. Well, that is true. Um, but there are some pictures from uh, Ken Potrock, and uh, you can check that out if you want to. Okay. They have added physical distance markers to the Esplanade um, at Disneyland. Yeah, they've, uh, you know, they did it before when California Adventure was reopening for a taste of Disney. They, uh, a touch of Disney. They put the distance markers six feet apart. They have now done the same thing to the Disneyland entrance side. And it is uh, part of the test and adjust period uh, before cast member previews. So those are coming up April 27th through 29th, where Disneyland cast members will be able to access a private soft opening of the Disneyland and California Adventure Parks. Cool. Um, the Superpod vaccination site that is at Disneyland is going to be closing um, because Disneyland is reopening. Yep. Uh, the Superpod vaccination site was the largest uh, COVID-19 vaccination distribution site in Orange County, but that will close as of Friday, April 30th. 
Um, that has been operational since January 13th. It was started out as a walk-up vaccination site, but it has recently transitioned into a drive-through only that was doing second dose uh, vaccinations. Um, since the site opened, they have distributed approximately 221,000 doses, uh, which accounts to about 10% of the 2.3 million shots in Orange County. All right. And moving to Florida, cast members have been seen on the People Mover. That's right. Today is Sunday, uh, actually National uh, International Penguin Day. Um, there were no penguins on the ride. However, cast members were loaded onto the People Mover earlier today, uh, and they were seen taking trips around the People Mover track. How exciting! Yeah, very exciting. All right, what's our next story? Until yes, the ride was stopped and all the cast members were evacuated. No. Yes. Sad. Does this mean this thing is never actually going to open? It does not, because later that uh, later this afternoon, the People Mover has been officially reopened to the park-going public. Cool. So I know I am excited. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Can't wait to get on it again. And rumor has it that today they were letting people take multiple loops without having to get off. Multiple loops? Yes. Amazing. That's awesome. All right. Um, So done with the People Mover stories. Um, The Walt Disney World website is showing that Merchant of Venus um, maybe isn't going to be around anymore since they have removed it from a map. Yeah, that is a uh, retail shop in Tomorrowland that shares a space with Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies. And it has been removed from the website. Uh, Rumor has that it might be closed forever because a Wreck-It Ralph attraction is going into the adjacent space. All right. Well, I don't know. That's okay, I guess. Do you like Wreck-It Ralph? Um... It's all right. Do you think you like it better than Stitch? Yes. Okay. Yeah, as an attraction, absolutely. I like everything better than Stitch as an attraction. Uh, We have a construction update for the Magic Kingdom. That's right, and that is that the canopy framework for the Tron light cycle run, uh, the curve of the canopy has had most of the temporary supports removed now, uh, and that is the big big update. Okay. (laughs) And then how about in uh, Epcot? In Epcot, uh, there was some digging being done in front of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind attraction. Ooh, do you think it's for electrical? Digging. Maybe it's for plumbing? Could be for potable water. Maybe. I'm not sure. But there were were shovels in the ground. That's all you have for Epcot? That's all we have for Epcot. All right, then. Um, In Hollywood Studios, um, the Beverly Sunset Boutique is going to be reopening on May 5th. Yes, it is. Um, they will be open May 5th from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, it used to be known as Sweet Spells, um, but they transitioned over to the Beverly Sunset Boutique um, in 2018 when they started selling Pixar merchandise, and they reopened along with uh, Toy Story Land. Okay. Uh, over to Disney Springs. Gideon's Bakehouse is now going to be offering bites on Gideon. their menu. Yes, this is of big interest to you because it, you're going to be waiting in a Gideon's line. Yeah, I think later I'm gonna this tr- week. I'm going to try Gideon's this week. So now I've heard that somebody went recently at like 10 in the morning, and the virtual wait was two and a half hours. Right. Uh, so you're going to be waiting, but you don't want one of their six and a half pound cookies. I don't think I can eat a six and a half pound cookie. I could. <laughs> um, so get one for me. But you're you might be interested in a new cookie treat they have called Bites. And it's bites with an exclamation point. So uh-huh. I think you have to say it aggressively. Bites. Bites. Um, 
And uh, this is their Disney debut. They've been available at their East End store, um, but the bites are smaller pieces of their larger cookies. So they take an entire Gideon's cookie. Okay. They cut it into four pieces. They hand dip each piece in high quality chocolate mm-hmm. and then sprinkle on a bit more of the cookie toppings. I actually saw these on their website when Gideon's was first opening. Okay. Uh, they look delicious. They're really expensive. Are They're they? They're like more expensive than the cookies. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, um, they do have them prepackaged. So I guess you have an option of assembling your own. Okay. Uh, when you go in, right. but you can grab prepackaged bags, and the prepackaged bag contains five bites, one for each of their uh, core flavors, which are chocolate trip, chocolate chip, triple chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter crunch, and pistachio toffee chocolate chip. All right. I think so, I'm just going to probably end up with a really huge chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, and apparently the concept is that the uh, chocolate helps to lock in the freshness, so they okay. say that they are good... If you're traveling, if you want a snack to bring back home with you. Gotcha. No, I want it like freshly baked. If I can get it warm to the game. I want it warm. hot and gooey. I want, yeah, I want like a warm cookie. Yeah, they say that these are, are uh, enjoyed nicely with a cold beverage. Like milk. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Where are we here now? Um, let's move to resorts. The reopening date has been announced for the Boardwalk Inn. That's right. The Boardwalk Inn is going to be reopening on July 2nd. Uh, the Boardwalk Inn is the uh, standard, the non-DVC side of the Boardwalk Resort. Right. So the Boardwalk Resort has the Boardwalk and the Boardwalk Inn. The Boardwalk Inn is your regular standard hotel rooms. Uh, the Boardwalk DVC side is your studios, one-bedroom, two-bedroom be- villas and whatnot. So the Boardwalk will be reopening July 2nd. And uh, we do have some resort openings coming up over the next couple of months. We have the Beach Club. Reopening in about a month on May 30th. The Boardwalk Inn, as we mentioned, reopening July 2nd. The Wilderness Lodge will reopen in uh, June 6th. And then the Polynesian Village Resort opens around, uh, I think, June 18th. Okay. Um, it's that weekend, whatever that Monday is on that 17th, 18th, 19th area there, um, the Poly will reopen. Okay. So that's uh, that's exciting. Now... With the poly having the work done on the monorail, yes, you can't get off there, right? Not right now, correct. So, what if you want to like eat there? If you want to dine there, do you get off and like walk from ticket somewhere? transportation center? It's not a long walk from no, there, is it? It's like a two minute walk. Okay, very short, short, very short, very very short. Okay. We've taken we've taken that walk before. Yeah, I'm sure we have. I just don't remember. Okay, um, and then you have some construction updates for resorts. Speaking of the poly, that's right. Speaking of the poly. Um, more pillars uh, and roof truss reports have been added to the end cap piece on the new monorail station. They added roof truss reports? They've added roof, roof trusses and... Is it uh, roof truss, truss supports? Uh, <laughs> framing elements. That's all I have. Okay. All right. Roof trusses and accompanying end cap pieces. Very nice. Okay. Um, you have a story about DVC and some legal news? Yeah. This was kind of funny, and that's the only reason I brought it up, is um, a NASA executive uh, applied for more than uh, $350,000 worth of COVID-19 relief loans fraudulently. Uh-oh. And uh, apparently uh, used $2,500 to pay off the Disney Vacation Club. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> they owed... Uh, uh, some money, uh, and uh, they paid them off, and uh, he has been arrested. 
he also paid off a whole bunch of credit card debt, bought a pool, bought a Land Rover. Um, he did have some that were denied. And uh, yeah, you don't want to do that. You, you don't want to take COVID-19 loans and pay off your... No. Uh, not, your especially DVC. not if you're not entitled to them. And did I say this guy was a NASA executive? You did. Yeah. You know, it's not rocket science. <laughs> no, you should know better what to do. That's right. Um, let's see. In cruise line news, the cruise line guidelines have been released for the staycation sailings. That's right. So these, these staycation sailings are only taking place in the United Kingdom. Um, these guidelines that have been released are in no way the guidelines that will be released. Uh, well, they could be. We don't know yet. But these are not guidelines for when the Disney Cruise Line resumes sailing in the United States. So these are specifically related to the right. UK. Uh, COVID-19 vaccination. All guests 18 years or older must be fully vaccinated as defined by the National Health Service, which is their British version of the CDC. Uh, COVID-19 testing. Um, guests under the age of 18 must have COVID testing before leaving home, and te- there will be testing at the terminal for all guests before setting sail. There will be multiple health screenings conducted before, af- before and during your cruise for the safety and health of everyone on board. Physical distancing will take place. Face coverings will be required for all guests ages 11 and up and crew members, including those who have received the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, and then, uh, you know, they say to use the Navigator app um, so that you're not touching stuff. And, you know, there, there are things that are available on the Navigator app that you don't have to get a copy, physical copies of the uh, guides and stuff. Do they even on board do the that ship. anymore? They do. Mm. And, of course, complete your online check-in, which will help your interactions with the check-in personnel go faster. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, same thing with the parks. No neck gaiters. They have to be... Regular masks with, with loops and, you know, no bandanas, no gaiters. Right. Um, so those are the UK regulations. Okay. Let's move to entertainment news. Um, Captain America 4 is in the works. This came as a bit of a surprise, did it not? It did. Um, it's going to be um, filmed with the current Falcon and Winter Soldier showrunner Malcolm Spellman with Delon Musan as the screenwriter. So these are two of the guys who were just involved with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, okay. which did conclude this weekend with their sixth and final episode, which saw the debut of a new Captain America. Right. Uh, also known as, uh, used to be known as the Falcon. Right. So did you enjoy uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Um, it took a little bit to get me involved, to get okay. me interested. Uh, by the end, yeah, I liked it, but definitely not as much as the WandaVision one. Okay, so you like one division more? Yeah. And are you excited for Loki, which is coming in June? I am because he's a great character. So okay, I'm interested. And to it's got Owen about. Wilson. Gotta like him. Exactly. All right. Um, you wanted me to talk about this story. Well, you wanted to talk about the story. Star Wars coffee table book is being released. That's right, because this is the entertainment and media portion of the you show. You didn't say media. And this is media. Yeah. Uh, there is a new book coming out on the 27th, I believe. Um, it is called The Art of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. If you've enjoyed any of the art of books that Disney puts out, they do a lot of them for their movies and films. Um, but this is the first one related to the a land. Um, it's a coffee table book. It's 256 pages. It has 300 images, more than 300 images, including concept art and descriptions for ideas that both made it into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and things that didn't. Um, and, you know, things that didn't, you, you always think about what could have been, you know, and Galaxy's Edge, it's like, it seems like every time Disney creates a new land, 
Toy Story Land, two rides in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, two rides, a restaurant, a cantina. Right. You know, um, there were plans for a table service restaurant called the Calicori Club. There were bounty hunter and speeder bike rides proposed. Uh, there was even a ride around the park on a Bantha, which you might have seen uh, some footage of this, I think, on the Imagineering series uh, that was on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, a Bantha ride, which would have been very cool. Banthas mm-hmm. are those big elephant-like creatures. Yep. Um, so there's, you know, if, if you like Star Wars, you want to see what could have been, uh, you can check this book out at your local retailer or uh, maybe even Amazon Books. Okay, then. Um, Snow White's Seven Dwarves are going to be joining the cast of Disenchanted. I don't know if they're going to be the animated dwarfs or uh, if they're going to cast real life uh, little people. Or they could cast full-size people and make them dwarfs, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, through the magic of film. Um, But they are going to be in the film. Um, If you remember, Disenchanted was the uh, film starring Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey. Uh, This is going to take place 10 years after uh, Enchanted, um, where uh, Giselle is questioning if she is truly happy with her happily ever after. Uh, The dwarves are going to have a part in the film. Uh, They're going to have a pivotal role in the film and perform a musical number. Very nice. So how exciting is that? So exciting. That's right. There is no release date yet. Uh, confirmed, but we know it's in production and been approved. So there's video of a group robot. That's right. Uh, Imagineering worked on a project called Project Kiwi, which was making small-scale, free-roaming robotic characters uh, for certain film properties, and they just released a new robot based on Groot. He might not hit the parks. He might. We don't know yet. Um, but he's like toddler sized. So he's like young Groot. He's got his own little Groot costume. Aww. He walks around on two legs. He can look people in the eye. He can interact with them. He can them. look people in like the calves. Well, he can look up. <laughs> he can make eye contact. Um, but it's, it's really an amazing, uh, feat of Imagineering, uh, to get this done. Um, you know, one of their previous robots, Lucky the Dinosaur, was gigantic and this thing pushed a cart even though it was a free walking dinosaur the cart carried like the battery packs and everything and right. now these robots are so small um that Groot is like completely powered on his own right and all of the animatronics are in there and he's the size of a toddler cool i hope they get to do something with him so we might see them come to the parks one day we might not but you know the work they do is eventually used for other projects so right. I'm, I'm sure it will play a part in something all right um Universal in Japan is closing for a little while due to COVID. Yeah, Universal Japan um, has had a a spike of the highly contagious UK variant of coronavirus in the Osaka prefecture. Uh, So they are closing Universal Studios Japan effective April 25th, which is today. Uh, No reopening date has yet been announced. This does not affect uh, Disney, uh, Tokyo Disney, because they are in the Chiba prefecture. So they uh, do not have the outbreak. Um, but they have, uh, over there, halted the sale of alcohol through May 11th at their resorts in Disney, uh, Tokyo Disneyland. All right. Um, in Universal Orlando, uh, If I Ran the Zoo play area has reopened at Islands of Adventure. Yes, that is one of the play areas uh, in Seuss Landings. Uh, so that has reopened after a brief refurb. Uh, and then it opened, and then they closed it because of bad weather, and then they reopened it like an hour later. <laughs> so it was open, closed, and now it's reopened. Okay, good. 
And then there is a new pass holder exclusive item available. So we're used to seeing pass holder exclusives for like T-shirts and, uh, you know, retail type stuff. Universal has released a new vegan eggplant Parmesan pass holder exclusive meal. How weird. Which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, a pass holder exclusive meal. So now in order to get this vegan meal, I've got to be a pass holder. What if I'm vegan? Right. Just I, give me I the know darn it's, meal. I know it's there. You're not going to let me have it because I don't have an annual pass. Yeah, that's this, just weird. This could be one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So uh, we'll end it on that fun, exciting, mm-hmm. vegan, exclusive pass holder meal note. Do you have any final words? I don't. All right. So we're going to head to Disney uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. And we might be back before the end of the week in some form. So until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.